closed to cyclists for the rest of the summer. Spokesperson I was talking to earlier today with uh, the Greater Salt Lake Municipal Services District, um, she was basically saying this is really out of safety for cyclists. Good morning, and welcome back to The Daily Buzz. I'm Dayton Olander. Mill Creek Canyon has long been one of the most popular recreation spots along the Wasatch Front, especially for cyclists. Recently, however, a couple projects have curtailed some of those activities this summer. Reporter Jacob Scholl covered the most recent construction that began earlier this week, and he took a few minutes to talk with us. The Greater Salt Lake Municipal Services District uh, started some construction out there. Uh, essentially, uh, what they're doing is uh, resurfacing the asphalt and working on uh, the drainage system. Um, but, you know, essentially for anyone who wants to, uh, you know, use the canyon, whether you are trying to hike, you know, bring uh, you bring your dogs up, get some exercise or, you know, uh, mountain biking, that kind of stuff. Um, so. Uh, you know, for people who are going up there for things like that, it's it's going to take uh, it's going to take a bit longer than it normally would. Okay, I don't know if I've been up in that canyon too much, if at all. Um, so mm -hmm. I mean, were the roads particularly bad, or why why this work now? Yeah, so there's a couple things. You know, this is uh, um, a canyon that's really uh, really popular. There's a, there's a whole lot of people going up there. Um, so you know, you have. Uh, you know, you have more people on these roadways, obviously it's going to need more maintenance. Um, and so, you know, you've also had um, earlier this summer, uh, Rocky Mountain Power was doing some wildfire mitigation and, you know, uh, to translate that to regular terms, essentially they were uh, taking power lines and uh, putting them underground, which, you know, is going to uh, reduce the chances of, you know, a tree or a branch falling over into a power line and potentially starting a fire. Um, so one of the things that was happening there uh, was, you know, for parts of the roadway, um, there were there was a, essentially a trench uh, put in either, you know, alongside the roadway or sometimes in the roadway, um, which, you know, is kind of going to obviously going to break up the road a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but that was also done because, um, it was also planned for, you know, essentially the roadway being um, resurfaced, getting, you know, a brand new, uh, you know, layer of asphalt and just just making the roadway better for for all the people going up and down the canyon. Got it. So they kind of go hand in hand here. Essentially, yeah. Okay. And like, I think you touched on in a previous answer, you said, you know, this is going to create some some slowness in terms of moving up and down the canyon for recreation. Um, will mm -hmm. it create any closures for cars or any other types of transportation? I think I've heard that bikes have been off limits um, for a while now. Yeah, so that was uh, something that essentially started uh, uh, earlier this summer. Um, yeah, you know, the uh, Mill Creek Canyon typically is a pretty popular spot for cyclists. Um, and just with all the construction going on, yeah, it's, it's closed for cyclists. It's closed to cyclists uh, for the rest of the summer. Um, and, you know, essentially a uh, spokesperson I was talking to earlier today with uh, the Greater Salt Lake Municipal Services District, um, she was basically saying this is really out of safety, um, safety concerns for cyclists that, you know, it's been closed um, because with all the construction in the roadway, it's, um, you know, it's going to be even more narrow than it was before, which, you know, like I said, is just... Um, uh, creating some safety concerns. But uh, I will say that 
Um, for people who want to go mountain biking in the canyon, uh, that is still allowed. You would just have to basically uh, drive, you know, drive your car all the way up to whatever, um, you know, trailhead you want to go to. And if your bike is loaded in your car somehow, you know, you can take the bike out and take it for a spin just wherever in the canyon. Um, but yeah, essentially just taking your bike uh, through the canyon on the roadway that's that's not allowed for that's not going to be allowed for the rest of the summer and are we expecting any other kind of disruptions in terms of parking or anything else um i would say uh really the main interruption is going to be just with um you know driving through you know essentially what i was told is that um you know if you are you know, going anywhere in the canyon, whether that's to hike or, you know, if you're going to, um, you know, Mill Creek Inn for an event or you're going to go eat at Log Haven, which is a restaurant in there, um, uh, you should really expect uh, some delays. And, you know, essentially just it's it's just going to take longer to get wherever uh, you want to go. But um, so on weekends, the roadway will be, you know, both lanes will be back open. Um that was what um, that was what the uh, municipal district told me, and but uh, but the thing is, is that during the week, from I want to say around yeah around seven a.m. to five p.m. Uh, on weekdays, it's just going to be uh, confined down to one lane. So, you know, if you have a day off during the middle of the week and you know want to go up in the canyon, you know that's that's definitely going to be a time where you're going to experience delays just by the fact that there's only going to be one lane open and it's going to be, you know, having to stop at different places, wait for all the rest of the cars to go. And then, you know, you'll be good to go. Sure. And I think you referenced earlier kind of end of the summer is what we're looking at, but when is this work officially scheduled to conclude? Um, let's see. I believe, you know, pretty much what I was told is just the end of the summer. Um, I know that's probably translates to about uh, mid September. Um, okay. You know, our our uh, colleague Julie Jag uh, reported on um, you know this construction earlier, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and um, that was kind of the the time range that she reported as well. Got it. So you mentioned again, Rocky Mountain Power started a project earlier, kind of wildfire mitigation. Now mm-hmm. this, and and as I understand it, there's there's another project looking, you know, a couple, a few summers into the future, um, as well. Can you do you know anything about that project, and and when is that expected to begin? The construction that's going on right now starts uh, pretty much where the the fee gate is, so you know where you would um, pay on your way out and that sort of thing. Um, essentially the construction starts there and it goes all the way to the winter gate, which, um, you know, it kind of says it in the name, but, uh, that's the, the area that pretty much any time there is a good chance it can snow or just generally be cold in the area. That's, you know, that's kind of where the cutoff is. Um, so in 2025, uh, I believe it would be the spring of 2025 is when, uh, there will be additional construction um, past the winter gate. It would go from the winter gate basically until the end of the canyon, which is uh, the big water trailhead. Um, So yeah, so it's in 2025 that uh, that stretch of Mill Creek Canyon would also go under uh, a good bit of construction renovation. Next, reporter Mark Eddington joins the podcast to discuss what would be a major shift in the way St. George allocates water for development. This is Mark Eddington, Southwest reporter for the Salt Lake Tribune. 
You know, water is becoming an increasingly hot commodity in drought-stricken St. George, which is one of the fastest-growing metro areas in the country. With the area on pace to exhaust its water supply in five to seven years, the Washington County Water Conservancy District and its member cities are proposing to change the way developers secure water. In effect, cities would be getting out of the water business when it comes to approving residential developments. Water won't even be part of the discussion when city councils and planning commissions discuss the merits of proposed developments. Instead, after a city grants preliminary plat approval and signs off on developers' construction plans, those developers would need to secure a will-serve letter from the water district in which the district assures the developer and the cities that they will have enough water on tap to supply water for the residential development. Then, after developers present that letter to the cities, they would have one year to finish their project or get final plat approval. If they failed to meet that deadline, they would lose their water guarantee from the district and have to wait at the back of the line until more water becomes available. This proposal is aimed at helping water district officials have a better understanding of what developments are under construction in area cities, which then allows them to better plan and decide where and when to deploy additional water projects to meet that demand. It also would ensure cities that the district has sufficient water on hand to supply new connections, and it reassures developers that water is available for their residential projects. If adopted by the district, the changes would go into effect on January 1st, 2023. And that's it for today. I want to give a huge shout out to Danny Rubio for producing today's episode, and Salt Lake City band The Pelicans for our music. We'll be back with more news tomorrow. 